Hello, this is Daniel Gregory, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast, episode 346. Nice, evenly divisible number by two. And I'm probably sure some other number, but we're not doing advanced math today. So anyway, thanks again for joining me. Hope you are having a great week, getting a chance to do something fun, exciting, creative. Maybe you get to be outdoors for the last of the fall leaves. We're actually getting a pretty good uh, color up here in the Pacific Northwest. I'm sure until our big windstorm comes in at some point, knocks all the leaves down. But hopefully you're having a nice fall. And if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I hope your spring is glorious and the little flowers are blooming and the bees are back out. So no matter where you are in the world, hopefully you're having a great, great week. When I was a kid, I used to collect novelty glasses. Like we would go to a, a trip. We'd go somewhere, you know, Disneyland. We'd go visit grandparents wherever they lived. And along the way, we'd stop in an attraction and I would buy like a little glass or a little shot glass. I had this collection of novelty glasses that I've since gotten rid of nearly all of them. I've kept a few around just for sentimental purposes. But I had that collection of glasses. And it was a way for me to kind of remember, harken back to where we had been. I'd kind of get to look at them. I would drink different things out of the different glasses. I had my favorite one for eggnog. I had my favorite one for drinking juice. But for the most part, they were just kind of collectibles. They set up on a shelf as a collection. And my grandmother had the collection of spoons from places she had traveled. And I think a lot of us have collections. We have things we've collected over the years. Some of them we actually like to display. You know, maybe you're a, a person who collected CDs or vinyl LPs, or maybe you collected DVDs, or God forbid you still have your VHS collection. But we collected different stuff. They reflected our interest. You know, like I said, maybe you were a, a, a person who loved cinema, so you had a lot of movies that you had collected, or LP vinyl for music, whatever it was, books. Maybe you're a book collector. Who knows? But everybody's got something they kind of like and are interested in that they keep lots of around. And as photographers, I think we have a lot of things we collect. And I always tell people, you can tell a photographer professional photographer from an amateur photographer is really easy. And it's one of the, the simplest ways you can test whether or not you're a professional. And that's if you have more than one camera bag, because a professional photographer has lots of camera bags in the search for the ultimate camera bag. So if you have more than one camera bag, no matter how good a photographer you think you are, no matter how much money you've made, no matter if it's your hobby, I swear if you have more than one camera bag, you're a professional photographer because you're collecting camera bags. That's the hallmark of a pro is collecting camera bags. And outside camera bags, some of us collect other gear. A lot of us like to collect old antique cameras or we might collect, like I said, photo books or maybe we collect expired film. There's all sorts of things that we might collect along the way. And I think collections are interesting because they're reflections of who we are and the things that we find interesting and the things that we find value in. And maybe, like I said, part of that collection helps us identify memory. It allows us to maybe find something that we look for when we're out. You know, maybe we collect photographs of leaves or something we do, or maybe we collect photographs of famous landmarks or, or street signs, you know, whatever it is. We, we photograph things and we start to group them together. Heck, even in Lightroom and in a lot of these organizational programs, they talk about a collection as a group of photographs somehow logically contained together. So there's all these different things that we can have to, to organize and contain these different ideas in different buckets. So we create collections of things. The challenge in photography, I think, is that we oftentimes end up collecting things that were no longer valuable to us, or there are no longer things that we need to have to make us feel like we're progressing and moving forward. Camera bags is a great example. As much as I joked about that earlier, you know, at some point you end up with so many camera bags 
that it's more expensive to probably store and maintain and move those camera bags than it is to get rid of the ones that you haven't used in years. But yet, for some reason, we hold on to them. And that's one of the things about collections is once we build a collection of stuff, sometimes it's hard to let go of that collection, even if it's to the detriment of our own creative process and our own creative practice. And I think the challenge is, what is the value of that collection? What is it about that collection that makes things significant or meaningful or important? And is it moving my creative energy, my creative spirit in an interesting way forward? You know, if you come back from a trip to, say, Europe, and you come back and you have, or if you live in Europe, you've gone to a different country in Europe, but you've gone somewhere different than where you live, and you come back and you there's, say, 15, 20 photographs in there that are really interesting to you, and you make you pull those photographs together, you print them, you put them in a little binder, you put them in a notebook, a storage uh, container of some kind, and those represent the collection of the best photographs from that trip. You come back a year later, you get to look at those photographs. What were the best of the best photographs from that trip? That collection has some kind of meaning. But what about all those other photographs? Do those contain meaning? Do they contain information? And if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know that I think there's great value in photographs that don't necessarily make the cut. They teach us about composition. They teach us about the way we see, the way we frame. We learn a lot from our non-keeper photographs. So I'm not a power deleter in that way. But that collection of photographs, what is the purpose of that collection? Because I do think, like I said, there's value in building a collection of photographs where you didn't frame properly or the composition was off because those are chances to learn. They're chances to look back and figure out how to improve as a photographer. But again, that collection has a purpose. It has something that it's adding value to our experience. It's not just sitting there taking up space and doing nothing. And I think it's hard, like I said, sometimes to let go of those collections. I think about at one point I had, I don't even know how many CDs I had collected over the years. And I had moved dozens of times in my 20s and 30s. And every time I had to box up all these CDs, the weight, the size, and move those CDs, make sure they didn't get damaged, Eventually, I converted most of those and ripped those into uh, MP3s so they were actually on the computer and I could let go of the physical CD. But I was looking back at that music collection and there are hundreds of albums in there that I haven't listened to in forever. And I probably would never go back and listen to those albums at this point. They were at a time where my music taste was different. If I delete those and let those go, not only does it free up storage space in the hard drive and all the backup systems, but it's not like I can't get access to that music again. I could find it streaming. I could buy the album again. Heck, I could probably go into a used record store and buy the used CD again. So we're never ultimately losing something when we give up that collection. But what we give up is this kind of odd attachment to these things. This attachment that says, this thing is not providing me joy. It's not providing me value. It's not providing me insights. It's not something that is a a memory inducer. I mean, that's one of the reasons like I collected glasses as a kid. You know, I would go someplace and I could remember having been on that trip. It provided me a reference point to the past. But a lot of the things in my photography I've collected since then haven't done that. Old images, bad images. I've collected other people's images. I'll be at a garage sale sometimes and find a box of negatives and get them just so I can look at them on the light table. You know, it's not anything I would need. There's nothing from that that would come out of my photography. So is that something worth holding on to? 
is that something of value to maintain? And I think that's the question really when it comes down to our, our collections of things that we have. The, the objects in our space is what value do they give to us? And if the value is good, we keep them. And if the value isn't good, we don't. And I think sometimes it's difficult sometimes for us to accept that this thing we've spent time, energy, and money on no longer has the value it once did. But by making room, by letting go and making room for something else to emerge, sometimes we end up in a much better spot than we did before. I think the same thing's true in our actual work behind the camera. I think we build up collections of habits. I think we build up collections of ideas. We build up collections of ways of seeing, ways of responding that are good sometimes. And I think they're great to have those collections of the way I approach my photography. And at the same time, the collection of bad habits, the collection of things that don't really move my work forward, need a critical examination and a critical discussion with myself about whether or not this is something that now that I'm aware of this collection, is that worth maintaining? Is it worth supporting? Is it worth displaying out there and embracing so that when people come and look at the work, they can look at the work and engage with it, respond to it, and communicate with it in an interesting way? I mean, that's ultimately when we create our photographs, we want to have that dialogue of somebody looking at the photograph and connecting. So does it in fact do that? The way we sometimes, I think, rationalize out, you know, again, time, money is a big one for the things we've spent on, the effort it took to learn something. Maybe we learned portrait lighting, and as it turns out, the habits we developed to shoot portrait lighting that's like everybody else's is not our style. It's not our signature way of presenting ourselves in photographs. So we have to let all that go, but we can't because we learned it. All of those struggles, I think, are really interesting because it is difficult sometimes to ultimately be who we need to be behind the camera, to respond to the things that are interesting to us, that engage with us in an interesting way, because we don't fully understand those sometimes. We don't fully respond with complete knowing about why we're photographing something when we sometimes photograph it. You know, when I started a collection of something, the little things I've collected over the years, you know, I didn't start off to say I was going to collect these. They just started off as one little thing. You know, you buy a pack of baseball cards when you're seven. Before you know it, you've bought 20. Before you know it, you bought 50, mostly because maybe you wanted the gum. But next thing you know, you're a baseball card collector. You know, we start to acquire these little things. And sometimes the collection just emerges from behaviors that happen. And the behavior, like, again, might be secondary. Maybe you like the gum that was in baseball cards. Not the cards themselves, but what do you do with the cards? We end up in these kind of weird spots sometimes where we don't necessarily even understand why we're collecting the things we're collecting. And I think that's the, the crux of all of this for me is to be able to sit back and look at what is it both tangibly and intangibly in my photography that I have a lot of. And should I have a lot of that? Should I have a lot of camera lenses? Should I have a lot of camera bodies? Should I have a lot of images that are out of focus? Should I have a lot of images that are of test shots that I took when I was got in a camera and I just experimented with it and they're literally of nothing but the grass outside my yard to see how fast the camera would focus? Is that a good collection to have? And if it's not, it's probably time to let some of those collections go to honor the collection for what it gave you at the time. And I think that's the big thing is that these collections change as we change. 
What I collected in my early teens is different than my 20s. It's different than my 30s. Those differences are to be honored and celebrated for the value and what they gave us when we were collecting them. And when we honor that and let that go, it makes room for the next thing that becomes important. And ultimately, I think in our photography, that's how we evolve, grow, and become the photographer we're meant to be, is by honoring who we were and the things we collected photographically in the past, learning from that, applying that, and becoming who we need to be in the future. And hopefully for me, that's a person with a lot less camera bags, because I think that would be great to only have, say, the couple that I needed for my different cameras. Now, granted, I'll rationalize it out, as most of you will, where I've got an 8x10 camera that needs its own bag, and I have my mirrorless camera, which has a different bag, and then I have this other camera that fits better in this bag. So I'm not saying I'm getting rid of all the bags. I mean, I'm going to collect them, but I'm going to let go of some of them, because that is sort of an unhealthy obsession. But anyway, we're, we're digressing now into my own personal issues that I need to deal with probably through therapy around camera bags. But for you, figuring out what that collection is, I think will be an important step. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your week with me. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter on uh, my website, just hit danieljgravy.com, sign up for that newsletter. And you'll be kept up to date with the workshops, announcements, ebooks, things that are coming up here very shortly. So thank you again, and I will see you next week.